Hey guys, welcome back to Let's Get Into It with me, Keely Shay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Actually, whoa, excuse me, just burped, but. Oh, is there another burp? Oh gosh, I don't really burp too often, so that's really fun for me. Um, anyway, I have recently, I think I'm transitioning to just being called Keely on the internet. I don't know, I feel like Keely Shay. It's me, but I tried to turn her into some frilly, frolly BS personality on YouTube. And it's kind of irritated me now that, like, I'm a bit more aware of that. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm over that. I just want to be myself, just be Keely. That's what the people call me. The only people who really call me, like, Keely Shay or Shay are maybe, like, a few of my friends. Um... And then my family, like my brother and my father call me Shay. That's it. So there's no sense in putting that on the internet, basically what I'm saying. Anyways, long time no see. I just want to say thank you so, so much to everybody who's, you know, interacted, subscribed, followed the Instagram account, um, messaged me, shouted me out. Like, that shit means the damn world. Like, I really, truly appreciate that it's everything to me like I just I love the fact that we can come and like have this conversation um you guys interact and let me know what you thought like people have legit been like DMing me you know with even questions on starting their own podcast which I think is a beautiful beautiful thing to be inspiring people to take on their own that's in essence, all I really want to do. So yeah, huge thank you. You guys know who you are. If you're new here, this podcast is, you know, just a place where we get into, we dive into different topics, um, each week, every Thursday, and we just have a good time with it. You know, it's literally open to anything and you guys are more than welcome to submit topics or things that you want to hear about, talk about. Um, yeah. Feel free to follow the Instagram at LGII Podcast. And that is where you submit ideas, you know, all of that beautiful stuff. Um, anyway, today's episode, I wanted to talk about relationships. And this is a really juicy topic of conversation. I love talking about relationships. I can do it for hours with people. I love to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that, like... You want to talk about something with Keely? Let's talk about relationships. Let's fucking do it. Because I will never stop. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I honestly, I was trying to like brainstorm this podcast and write out some like topics and things that I wanted to touch on specifically. And I was having trouble because there's just so much. There really is just so much to talk about with regard to relationships. Um, but I think one thing that I that did stick out to me is that A lot of people I've been seeing on social media, you know, discussing relationships, talking about the concept of talking or dating. Um, What's the difference between those two, if there is one? Um, Why does the talking or dating process never work out for me? I always feel like either I don't like this person or I'm pressured to move forward with this person can I talk to more than one person at a time? Is that allowed? Is that bad? Is it a lot of different stuff? 
And I think what it comes down to is what do you think? What do you think? That is your first starting point. What do you, you should be asking yourself, what do I think about getting to know more than one person? I think you have to define everything for yourself and then just be confident in that definition and communicate that to whoever you're doing anything with. I think that's the bottom line of that whole age old debate of talking, dating, whatever, courting, all of that. Like you need to really figure out what that means to you and walk around with your chest held high. No, your chest out and head held high and communicate that to the people that you think about or that you do dive into such situations with. Personally, for me, you are my friend until you are my boyfriend. That is that. Now, because of that, I have tried to clearly establish boundaries for myself that will aid in that idea and sentiment being true, aka maybe not, you know, having such physical interactions with somebody until a certain point or, you know, even just mentally, like, keeping my feelings at bay. It's just being aware of them and knowing myself enough to maybe not do certain things or do certain things if I see fit, blah, blah, blah. But everything goes around the idea that you are my homie, you are my friend until we get together. And now, let me just be clear. I have not done these things. Um, I have learned them through the course of dating. So personally, like, I, when I first met my current boyfriend, I was, like, not having sex. I was like, no, I'm not having sex. I'm not doing anything. I'm not even interested in seeing another guy, period. Another human with a penis, no one, no parts. And I met him, and we started to get to know each other, and I started to realize I was liking him, you know? And for me, I was dealing with a lot of shit in my brain anyway. Um, So it was a lot, it was very messy of a process getting to know him um, and progressing toward a relationship and such and such. Very messy. But the one thing that I will say that was there was communication. I was aware of where I was personally. I was aware that I had not quite fully established what I wanted and I made that known like I knew that I didn't want to just be you know linking with somebody and having sex and just chilling and doing the whole situation bs I knew I didn't want to do that I knew I didn't want to just be in something that had no direction I had no use for just like people in my life just for the sake of having people if we were not intentionally friends or whatever our relationship is I was good. So I was just really at an intentional place in my life. And even when I changed my mind, that shit was intentional. So when we did decide to have sex and we had sex, like 
I did that and I struggled with it. I'm not going to lie to you. Like we, but we had a conversation. I guess what I'm trying to say while I'm just putting my shit out there is that every step of the way, there's got to be a level of self-awareness and honesty with yourself and you communicate that to who you're dealing with. I think what's fucked me up in the past is that I've been thinking things about myself, learning things about myself, but not communicating them with the person that I was with so that we could have a dialogue about it. Or they weren't with having a dialogue about it. There's also been times where I just was not thinking that deeply about myself and what I wanted until something happened. Some event or something was big enough to make me start to deep like, oh shit, I'm not ready for all this. Like I dated a guy and he mentioned to me that he planned on proposing to me my senior night of college. And that was what really shook me to be like, all right, bro, you really need to think, are you in a place for this right now? And the answer was no. But that was me at what, 20, 19, 18 maybe, 18, 19 years old, trying to think about that kind of stuff. Um, I was not ready. And I wasn't even in a place of like constant evaluation and self-awareness and love and growth. Like I wasn't there. So all I'm saying is that I think one of the key pieces for a healthy relationship is to, you know, be self-aware really think about that and I guess just know what you want and don't settle I see so many times people like settle I have a friend if he listens to this he's gonna know exactly who the hell I'm it's him that I'm talking about and even a couple other my friends they will know it's him I'm talking about um he will sit there and say like he believes this should be like this or this should not be like this but he would be in a relationship like he himself has said he would be in a relationship with someone who does this thing that he does not believe should be done because he knows that that's just the way it is. Like he's got this mentality that things are just the way they are. And he and I debate about it all the time about like, no, there is no just that's just the way it is. Like, no, you create the way it is. So if you're content settling for that, then that is what you will have. That is what you will be doing. And for me, I look at it like this, you know, if you want a man or a woman who works hard, who is going to be honest with you, who is going to respect you, you know, who is going to hold themselves accountable for their mistakes be honest, be open to discussion and whatever the case may be, you can't turn around and then be like, but I'm going to deal with somebody who don't really do any of that though. What? And so then this is where it brings up the question, do you really want what you want or are you okay with just feeling like you have what you want? I think a lot of people... They really deep, deep down want this super meaningful, satisfying in all areas relationship, yet they settle for just the relationship. None of those adjectives precede it. Um, They're content with somebody. The amount of people, ooh, the amount of people content in their relationship with the only good things about it being that this person doesn't cheat on them or lie is alarming because a relationship it's like it's like being being just content with people who 
do the right thing. Like in our, like, okay, that was a shit example. If I, if I'm a hiring manager, right, at a company and I need people who really go above and beyond to, you know, learn and problem solve and, you know, just know how to rewire a damn computer and all this other shit, right? But I'm only hiring people on the basis that they just won't steal shit from the company. What? That's what they're getting a cookie for? That's what they're getting my time, money, benefits, you know, all of that shit for simply being a decent human being? You're mad. There's no way. I... I don't want to like sit there and make anybody feel bad, but I just think that if you're one of those people who you're content with being in a relationship that doesn't fully uh, make you happy simply because that person is quote unquote loyal to you, I think we have to do some reevaluation. Um, but I, I, at the end of the day, though, I'm not to judge. Like, if that's what makes you happy, if that's all you need to make you happy, then fine. But I know that there are people that settle for that just a decent person but really crave so much more out of their relationships and they just won't take the steps to get that even with their current partner right I'm not even saying like leave this person they're not for you if the only thing they bring is loyalty like no even with your current partner they're not willing to take the steps in their life to create the realities that they want because they're like you know what she or he is loyal. That's all I need. I'll take care of the rest for myself. I am, I don't know. I want everybody who comes in contact with me to live their truly like their best lives. I want people to explore themselves. I want people to learn to love themselves. I want people to learn to believe in the things that they want to see happen for themselves and in the world. And I want them to believe so hard that they plan like crazy and they execute on those plans, no matter how much work on themselves it takes to make it happen. They go for it. And I just think I want the same for relationships and people that I come into contact that talk to me about their relationships. Like I want them to be happy. You know, I want you to be happy listening to this. I see so many people like I'm never going to find, you know, the girl I'm looking for, the guy I'm looking for. Or so I have such shit luck in relationships because I meet all these people that are so bad, blah, blah, blah. And I, like I said, I don't know everybody's personal situation and I'm not here to judge your personal situation. But I do think that if you are finding yourself repeating in situations with the same kind of people, that while, yes, those people may be shit people or they may have just done you dirty or whatever, you got to kind of ask, you kind of kind of, you kind of have to ask yourself, hey, what am I doing? Now, let me pause because somebody just took this really weirdly and wrongly. I'm not saying that if somebody cheats on you, that is your fault. I'm not saying if somebody abuses you, that is your fault. I am not saying that if somebody does anything just negative and wrong and hurtful to you that it is your fault right not at all what I'm saying it's not your fault that they cheated but what could be your responsibility is 
you settling when you knew you needed more. You not knowing what you wanted and carrying on just taking whatever you got. Your belief that you deserve whatever someone gives you. That is your responsibility. Now, I don't mean that in like a blame you for your life not working out and make you feel shit kind of way. I want it to come off in an empowering way that you feel like you have some control over some degree of these situations that you're finding yourself in. Again, extremes aside, you know, I I think a lot of people, their anxiety when it comes to relationships and them not working out or, you know, whether or not they'll ever have one is it feels out of their control. Like they're waiting for this magical guy or girl to just pop up and be everything they ever wanted. And there's not a lot of emphasis on them being everything they ever wanted. Like you yourself, you need to be everything you ever wanted. I I don't think that there's like a lot of emphasis on this. We look outwardly so much because that's what we can see. We can hardly see ourselves. And when we do look in the mirror, we're looking at all the ugly and the negative. And I personally believe like to have a super amazing, healthy, wonderful relationship and get that person who has everything you want, you've got to start the process of you becoming everything that you want. And so many of us, we, like I said, we are not doing that. We are not fully embracing the control we have in the situation. At the end of the day, we can only control what we can control, and that is ourselves. You cannot make somebody do anything. You can only take care of your stuff and hope that people step up. And you control what you allow in your life and what you don't. You control who you step into things with. You control that. So I think a lot of us, we defer to the things we don't have control over and kind of take this, woe is me. Like, I keep getting guys that, like, cheat on me. I keep ending up in situations where the guys do me dirty or, like, this happens over and over. And it's like, I feel for you because there's nothing worse than feeling like, you really like somebody and you can see something with them and they turn out to not be what you wanted. However, it's like, do we, do we reflect on that though? Have you reflected on start to finish how it got here? What, cause usually there are signs like it's very rare that you're in a situation, you know, where everything is absolutely amazing, what you truly want it to be. And you still get fucked over randomly. You know what I mean? Now it happens. And for those of whom it happens to, I am truly, truly sorry. You know, I wish that there was something that I could say to give you some sort of comfort. Um, But the only thing that I can say is, you know, take your time to heal. And, you know, please, please, whatever you do, be proactive about not allowing that to diminish the love you have for yourself and how you view yourself. And that goes for anybody who experiences anything negative in relationship. Like it is not a marker of how great of a person you are. It is not a determining factor of how much love you deserve, how much love and respect someone gives you is not a marker on how much you deserve. And I think that's part of the problem is that 
we have not set that marker for ourselves before we go out and receive something from someone else. So whatever we, you know, get is what we're usually going to take and what we think we're worth. If you think of it like a business transaction, you start working for yourself like me, YouTube, right? Say my channel blows up. I have no idea, like, generically speaking, what people, what YouTubers rates are for their, um, you know, sponsorships and what they tell companies, hey, this is, these are my rates for doing X, Y, Z. I don't know what that is, but I do know that in that situation, if I don't, if I go into it not even thinking about it, and so a company like Amazon wants to pay me, you know, $5,000 to make a video for them or a video marketing something or blah, 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 right? That would be ex- me extremely lowballing myself. But because I haven't taken the time to create a standard for myself based on who I am, the work I do, and the work that I put into the work I do, then I'll be willing to take anything that sounds good, which would be honestly at this point, any money that any company is willing to pay me to create something. What? I would take it. But that's because I have not for myself measured out like a level of like worth and, you know, what I deserve and what I want based on what I do and who I am, you know, like the same thing goes for relationships. Like people, you step out into the dating world and you take whatever you're given. And sometimes it hits. Sometimes it ends up being everything you ever wanted and shout out to those of whom that's happened to. But a lot of the time it's not, you know, and we end up, our higher selves end up super disappointed and depressed because our lower selves, our emotions, our desire for immediate gratification, our desire to be able to go on holidays with our boyfriends and take nice, cute pictures and, you know, have somebody to cuddle with at the end of the day and talk to about, like, that version of us just wants what it wants and it really doesn't give a fuck. Like, the healing process for our lower ego selves is quick. We bounce back fast. But our elevated, our hearts, our souls, our higher selves take time. But that's the voice that nobody wants to listen to because that shit is boring. <laughs> that voice in your head, that one, it, it, it usually incites a negative reaction out of your lower self. And I guess I should define that. So your lower self is just like your impulses, your ego, what you want off the rip. Like, I'm hungry, got to eat. You know, back in the day, it was like, for example, I was thinking about like animals. When animals are hungry, they go eat. When animals are horny, they have sex. When animals are sleepy, they sleep. There is a very minimal thought process because they're animals. Now, humans, we have a society, we have laws, we have values, we have mores that are structures that we socially have learned to abide by. So we have these desires, these instinctual desires, but we know we can't just go sticking our dick in anything that walks when we get horny, right? Because 
that is rape. <laughs> we know that, you know, so there there's ways that we process that information and handle that horniness in a legal, socially acceptable and socially responsible fashion. Now, where was I going with this? What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Lower self, lower self. Our higher respect, our higher self is responsible for taking what the lower self wants. Horny wants to have sex, wants to nut. Okay. And higher self is responsible for getting that thing done in a socially acceptable and lawful and socially responsible way. Right. So that's lower and higher self. So when I say our lower self bounces back quickly, all our lower self is, is it's thirsty, water, hungry, food, you know, uh, horny, sex, want to talk, talk like it. There's no thought process there. Higher self says thirsty. There's a soda right here. There's also water. Make a decision. Neither is bad, but the the higher self, what I'm trying to highlight is that it invites you to make a decision, make a choice, right? Hungry, eat out or cook. Choice. Horny, have sex with someone, you know, with a boyfriend, whatever their situation is, you know, beat your meat or whatever the fuck, like don't want to dive in there because that's just awkward, but... Do what you got to do or know that it'll pass and put your mind to something else. It allows you the choice is what I'm trying to say. Let's not focus on the options there, <laughs> but it just affords you a choice. And so when it comes to relationships, a lot of us crave these things, this connection, this whatever out of a relationship. And that is our lower self. We just want, 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 want. And it doesn't care that this person comes with a bunch of bullshit, doesn't respect you. If it feeds into just enough that pleases your lower self, your lower self is going to be open and down for it. And you become susceptible to it. And so I think there has to be a level of self-control and elevation that only comes with defining a sense of self-worth. It's not about judging the person who decides to have sex casually over the person who doesn't or thinking that the person who doesn't is a better person. Really and truly, though, what's important is, is there a decision making process there? Is the person who's having sex every or with people casually, are they making that choice and are they thinking about that choice? And have they decided that's what works for them? And are they doing it as ethically and responsibly as they can? That to me, I would take that person any day over the person who just doesn't have sex to impress and have a good image, right? Because that's not, that's a mindless behavior. And that is derived out of not love for yourself, but love for pleasing other people. Me, no, no tango time for that. And I've been that person. So all I'm saying is I don't want us to get too caught up on the example of the choices that we make. But whether or not there's thought process going into the choices. 
Because you can always learn somebody's thought process, even if they make a choice that's different to yours. I think what's important that is bleh, what's important is that there is a thought process. Now, to get back to relationships, you know, I think the base level of a healthy, loving relationship is a sense of self-worth, knowing your worth, knowing what you deserve, knowing what you want. And once you do that, you can step into the world of dating you know, with almost like goggles on, you know what I mean? You can see, okay, I'm talking to this guy. He's not respecting my wishes. You know, he's not, he's not, you know, speaking to me, doesn't really seem interested in stuff, blah, blah, blah. But he's fun to go do things with, but he's not hitting these boxes that I really would value in a relationship. Maybe I shouldn't continue. Boom. You don't. And it can be very challenging because a lot of times people recognize that this person isn't hitting their boxes, but there are other qualities about them that they like. And sometimes liking those other things gets the best of us. And we fall victim to our emotions in that way. And then we try to backtrack and make, you know, all these boxes that don't tick. We try to say, well, you know what? I like this about them. So maybe time will tell and they will tick these boxes. I'm not going to tell you not to do that because I've done it. Um, But what I will say is you will never go wrong by truly evaluating yourself, knowing what it is you want um, and not settling. And I'm not talking about, oh, he got to be six, seven, not an inch taller or shorter will do like not stuff like that. I'm talking about characteristics, like genuine qualities about a person that for you you know, you desire in a partner in your life. You know what I mean? Um, I just think that that is the cornerstone of having a happy and healthy relationship to start. You know, I think relationships are, it's every piece of it is important, you know? And that's why I think it should be a very slow building process because there are so many factors that contribute to you know, a lasting relationship. You don't get in a lasting relationship by picking the most perfect person out there. You get into a relation, a lasting relationship and you cultivate a lasting relationship by knowing yourself, knowing what you want, what you need, not compromising on those things, finding a person who has similar values to you you know, or even if you guys don't have similar values, you're open-minded, finding someone that works with you, something that works with you, works for you, because it's different for everybody. Um, And you continue to embody those characteristics throughout your relationship. You continue to accept that each other is going to grow and evolve. And you continue to re-get to know, relearn, Create space for that person to live life and for you to live yours. And you continue to like date each other, get to know each other and support each of your own human development paths in life. That is how you continuously cultivate a healthy relationship. It's a process, not a one-time thing. And so I think like, 
going back to getting into a relationship, how do you get there? Because a lot of people was like, well, that's what I want. I'm down to do that, but I just can't seem to find a person. And like anything, your discomfort isn't so much with not finding a person, but it's with that it's not happening when you want it to happen. Because I think a lot of people could attest to the fact that, you know, when they're forcing a relationship or they were in a relationship that ended and they thought the world was going to, you know what, let's just talk personally for a second. I was in a relationship um, for about two and a half years almost. And I thought that that person and I would be together forever. And I thought, you know, we were meant to be like, it, it had all the makings for something like things weren't perfect. But it was like, I can see we're the type of people, we're very different, but we're the type of people we can, we can work through these things. So we're open-minded, we communicate well, you know, we are very understanding. And those are the types of things I really value in a relationship because things are not going to stay the same. Things are going to change, you know, you guys are growing. So there needs to be some of those principles there. And I thought we had them all and then we broke up (laughs) and you know, we didn't get back together. It was a wrap. He didn't want to be with me. And I remember I was really fucked up about it. But I also, as time went on, I started to realize how many things like weren't what they needed to be, you know, weren't there. And I realized like a lot of my, my pain came from this hope that I was gonna like this thing was gonna be something this relationship was gonna be what I wanted it to be and when the truth was is that I saw a lot of the things that I wasn't you know really a fan of early on you know but the good things I I overlooked those things not really recognizing at the time how important they were to me or simply ignoring the fact that they were important to me, you know? And I think most people would agree that when you get to that point, you start to realize like, okay, you know, I, I jumped into this hoping that this would sort itself out or, you know, choosing to ignore my feelings about this because I was having so many other positive feelings with this person. And I think there just has to come a time when you stop doing that. Um, Now, even saying that, like, I don't really feel comfortable saying you just got to stop because I think some of my feelings have been valid, but the way that I interpreted them wasn't. And so I was like, for example, I will like, I'm quick to cut somebody off. And I think that's good that works for me sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't. I'm a very, like, if I'm feeling discomfortable, what discomfortable? If I'm feeling discomfort in a situation with a person, I have to find a way to eradicate it. And usually my thoughts for, you know, the first, you know, couple of days I'm thinking about it are not, what is, what is going on, Keely? You should speak to them. It's like, I feel this discomfort I need to cut this person off. I need to, like, this person's obviously not, you know, where I need them to be. We're not at the same place in life. 
you know, blah, blah, blah. We, we don't need to do this. And my, the part of me that's like trying to run away and get out of that situation will do whatever it needs to be done to get out of it. And oftentimes that's led me to hurt people, you know, blame them for shit that's not even their responsibility, that they didn't even do, um, take on a negative disposition toward people. Like, it's it's so stupid because it's like this subconscious discomfort with a situation. And instead of just unearthing it and dealing with it and bringing it to the surface, I would let it fester there and it would show up in how I interacted with this person or how I treated this person, how I spoke of this person when they weren't around, you know. And I'm not proud of it, but I've learned. And so I... What was I saying? I think like the biggest thing when it comes to, um, you know, learning yourself, learning from your experiences to hopefully continue to have better experiences and maybe have your ultimate experience. Like I said in the beginning, self-reflection, self-love is important. And, you know, like I said, I don't like I wasn't comfortable saying don't listen to your emotions and ignore all of that. I think you know for yourself what emotions to listen to and which ones to not, you know, which ones are guiding you and which ones are just temporary in the moment you're feeling down. This is filling your void. Um, And so, yeah, you know, because like I said, the emotions that would tell me to like run, hide, and duck for cover, and defend myself, that wasn't what I should have done, you know? Cause, and I guess it wasn't that I shouldn't have handled whatever was making me uncomfortable, but I shouldn't have gone running, ducking, and hiding to do it, you know? I should have brought it to the surface and said, hey, look, this is bothering me, had the balls to communicate it because I love myself enough and I respect the person enough to be honest and deal with the reality of the situation up front and take whatever it's going to be and move forward based on real. But I think it's insane when we look at relationships, how many of us are willing to deal with imaginary just for comfort. You know, um, relationships are a sticky situation, man. They're challenging. Like I said, There's so much to uncover and really talk about and think about when it comes to having relationships, getting in relationships, um, learning from experience in relationships. It's a scary endeavor. Trust me, I understand it completely. I'm scared and I'm in one. (laughs) Like, in our relationship is quite interesting, but I guess that's another topic for another day. But, you know, I just... I want to wish everyone well when it comes to, you know, love and relationships. It's something that we all mutually experience. And I think when it comes to like social media, it's watered down into girls are like this and guys are like this. And I just think that that's way too simple for the complexities that we are as humans. So I guess that concludes today's episode. Um, I know it was kind of all over the place. You know, I'm just really just talking about it like I said there's so much to talk about but I hope this gave you guys something to think about um and if you agree with certain things disagree with others I love to hear about it 
would love for you to bring your ideas to me or your thoughts, concerns, whatever. Um, I'm open-minded. I'm down to hear it. So feel free to follow the Instagram at LGII Podcast. Um, send me your DMs, comments, concerns, questions, ideas, all of it. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I love you, and I will see you soon. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Woohoo! Okay, bye.